This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things Black business and related news, strategy, and events. It is time for Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. I am your guest host, Brian Owens. If you're out there listening and you know a entrepreneur who can use some help in human resources, generating more revenue, understanding the legal implications of their business, or just setting up the proper business structure, it is your duty to send that entrepreneur to blackbrand.biz to click initiatives, B-Force. Again, that's blackbrand.biz initiatives b-force b-force accelerator is a 12-week business acceleration program that means a 12-week intensive business development program where we bring experts of all kinds help you solve your everyday business issue have you ever sat down with a lawyer to discuss your business structure or the contracts that you should be giving your clients Have you ever spoken with a government contracting specialist to talk about how your business can enter the world of government contracting? And we're talking everything from embroidery to live DJing. The government buys it all. Have you ever sat down with an accountant to create profit and loss documents, cash flow statements, balance sheets? If not... B-Force Accelerator is the program for you. It is at no cost to the entrepreneur. It is just what Black Brand provides to the community. So if you or an entrepreneur you love would like to apply to B-Force Accelerator, they need to go to blackbrand.biz, click initiatives, B-Force Accelerator. Now, today on Black Wall Street Today, I always have the honor of being able to interview some of the most innovative black entrepreneurs in the Hampton Roads area, and today is absolutely no different. Today, I'm sitting down with Sam Caballero, founder of Swim Theory. Now, Sam is a seasoned aquatic educator teaching black women how to reconceptualize their understanding of the water, conquer intergenerational fears of swimming, and turn their bucket list into their new lifestyle. Through her mobile Learn to Swim program, Swim Theory, Hampton Roads will have a new face in the aquatic industry. And it's a black one. I'd like to welcome to the show, Sam Caballero. How are you doing today, Sam? Hi, Brian. So, so happy to be here today. Absolutely. Now, this is some powerful stuff. You are teaching black women how to reconceptualize their understanding of the water, conquer intergenerational fears of swimming, and turn their bucket list into their lifestyle. Let's break these down separately. First of all, reconceptualize their understanding of the water. What do you think uh, the black community's current understanding? of the water is, especially when it comes to black women? I think we believe that swimming is not for us, that Mm. we weren't created to swim. Swimming is for white people. Water sports are for white people. Um, 
black people aren't meant to spend to swim. Even our children say we can't swim because we're black. Um, I think we love the water and we want to participate in aquatic activities, enjoy swimming. But we have these negative cognitions that enter our mind from our parents or my grandparents that tell us maybe that's not for me. I'll still book that hotel with the infinity pool attached. I'll still go jet skiing and parasailing. I'll just be really afraid. <laughs> or maybe I'll get into that pool, but I'll never get more than waist deep. But I'm going to mm. flick a photo for you and put it on Instagram. Mm. I say I help black women reconceptualize their idea of the water because I don't teach people how to swim. That is not my life. Mm. I reshape mindsets. I help people to understand the lifestyle that they were created to access. We have access to an aquatic lifestyle. You were already created to swim. Our ancestors, our ancestors swam. Don't believe that when they told you slaves jumped off the boat that they drowned, they were swimming away. Right? There are cave drawings of Africans swimming. People grow up swimming. It is only here in America where we believe that we have no capacity to swim, mm. right? Versus making a choice to not swim. We think it is not something we are capable of, but there is nothing we can do if we truly put our minds to it. And we know that to be true. I love that. So not only are you reconceptualizing uh, the understanding of water in the black community, but you also say you're conquering intergenerational fears of swimming to turn their bucket list into their new lifestyle. So can you tell us um, how you help defeat those intergenerational fears of swimming and what's on the other side of that fear once it's defeated? Our fears of the water truly stem from slavery, right? They stem from Jim Crow laws. They stem from our mindset being shaped by our enslavers, by our abusers, mm. right? From people trying to dominate us and constrict our capacity for vision, mm. right? Um, our grandparents don't know how to swim. Therefore, our parents don't know how to swim. Therefore, they raise us to just not even think that we can get in the water, Right. My oldest client was 73 years old and wow. she had a pool built in her backyard for her grandchildren. Wow. But she never knew how to swim. Right. She's paying this monthly fee for this pool, That's paying wild. for maintenance, her water bill. But she didn't know how to swim and her daughter didn't know how to swim. But she knew that kids love the water. So she's going to put her non swimming grandbabies in her <laughs> pool, being supervised by all these adults who cannot swim. <laughs> How are we setting up our community for success by constantly depraving us of basic education? Swimming is not a fun activity. It's a life skill. Mm. Like, I understand if you never knew how to play tennis. I get it. Yeah. It's fine. The quality of your life may not decrease by that much, right? <laughs> if, you, if you don't know how to play tennis. But if you don't know how to swim, you could actually die. Yes. Right? You can drown. In any bit of water. God mm. forbid your feet cannot touch the ground. It's over for you. Mm. You say, oh, I'm over six foot. But what happened when you're in a seven foot pool? What happens when you're in the ocean? What are you going to do, sir? Nothing. Mm. Right. Mm. So this mentality, this slave mindset. Right. Like and, and it stems to all of our different mindsets, our poverty mindset. Right. Like this this minuscule mindset that we have of what we can and cannot achieve breaks us down in our psyche beyond the pool. So when you teach someone how to swim, and it sounds so basic, 
teach someone how to swim, when I help someone learn to overcome a fear they've had for 40 years, mm. and they realize that thing I've put on my bucket list since I was 27, and now I'm 43, and I actually did it, there's nothing I can't do. Wow. That that is absolutely incredible. Now, I know when uh, our our listening audience out there, when they hear me say that Sam Caballero of Swim Theory uh, educates black women how to reconceptualize their understanding of the water and uh, turn that water lifestyle into their lifestyle, a bunch of the audience is thinking hair. What about my hair? How are tackling black women's hair issues when it comes to them overcoming the fear of the water in in our community in general? Our hair is probably one of the biggest boundaries that we face. Mm. And it shouldn't because our hair is just a part of our body. How can my body be a boundary for for me living the life that I want? That's Mm. unrealistic. And again, it's all about how people have shaped our ability to live our life. And so we believe that, you know, if I got my hair braided yesterday, you know, I can't go to the pool. Yeah. Right. I just washed my hair. I'm not trying to get my hair messed up. And all it is is just a lack of thinking from other people. Hmm. So swim caps, which we all use to protect our hair, were not created historically to keep your hair dry. They were just created to smooth your hair and keep your hair down for competitive swimming. Wow, I didn't know that. Yes. So a lot of swim caps are very small because most people who use them have straight hair Mm. that's super flat. So when they stuff it in there, it really doesn't take up that much space. Yeah. But if there's one thing I know about us, we take up space. (laughs) Indeed. Our hair takes up space. Your hair takes up space, Brian. My hair may be in a bun right now, but we know it takes up space. Absolutely. (laughs) And so there are caps that are made. There are a lot of black-owned companies that make extra-large swim caps that help us to protect our hair so that Mm. we can enjoy the water. But beyond just um, having swim caps that protect our hair, I believe that a woman who learns to swim and takes advantage of swim lessons Mm -hmm. and understands how to care for her hair is a magical woman Mm. because a lot of us don't know how to care for our hair. We don't know. We just go to the stylist, right? We just put in a bun. We just slap on a hat. We put on a wig. That's true. But we don't know how to maintain our curls. We don't Mm. know how to maintain our follicles. Like, we don't know what we're doing. But I see a woman who not only wears a swim cap, but you know, consistently moisturizes her hair, who um, cleanses it weekly, who understands, you know, what protective style works for her and how she can manage her hair in her life. I see that as a woman who's in control of her world. Mm. And a part of what I do is not just about, you know, helping them uh, learn how to swim and not only provide a swim cap, but educate them on how your hair responds to the water, Hmm. right? How you can be a professional woman, Go to work with your hair looking amazing and then go swim that evening and go right back to work and your hair looking the same way. Like we provide those resources. We, pro- we provide that education. We connect you to stylists that um, want to teach you how to be the best woman that you can. We provide um, information packets, hair guides that really walk you through what would my life look like with my hair while I learn to swim. Because there's, there should be nothing that stops you from living that aquatic lifestyle. There should be nothing that stops you from diving into the pool, not just walking in the three feet. Wow. That was that was a gem right there. I hope everybody out there was catching that. And if you're listening right now and you're thinking to yourself, well, 
I'd like to be one of those magical water black women that Sam was describing, then you can contact Sam at swimtheory.org. That's swimtheory.org. Now, Sam, as a black woman teaching black women, how is it that you differentiate your style from any other swim class that any of these listeners could go to right now? There's something beautiful about learning from your own people. Mm. There's something beautiful about seeing someone in a position that you want to be in and see that person look back at you and say, I can get you there. Mm. Right. The whole concept of each one teach one. But beyond the fact that I'm a black woman teaching black women, I understand that for us, it's not about moving our legs, moving our arms, you know, being able to get from one side to the other. It's truly about our confidence. Mm. It's truly about seeing ourselves as someone who can swim. A lot of women who call me say, I don't think I'm going to learn. Mm. I don't think I can learn. Wow. They never say, I don't think you can teach me. I don't think some lessons work. I don't think I have the capacity to finally do this because I've been afraid for 40 years. Wow. Those are mental battles. So I take a psychological approach to teaching people how to swim. I focus on their mental state. I focus on um, their anxiety. I focus on when they feel safe, when they feel confident, and how do we build our confidence in the water? How do we understand that we control the water? The water does not control us. Mm. We manipulate the water. We swim. Right. We are the swimmers. The first time I see someone who can float on their back or even just glide across the water, they may not even swim the whole way. I said, "Okay, swimmer, because you're a swimmer now. (laughs) Right. When you start to feel comfortable and in control of the water, you are already a swimmer. Wow. And when we understand mindset, when it comes to swimming, learning to swim gets so much easier. So I guarantee that you are going to learn to swim in 12 lessons or less. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Wait, I want to make sure that the listening audience catches this. So for the folks in their cars right now or cleaning up their living rooms like they do on Sunday mornings and they turn on Hot 91 and they're listening to Sam Caballero, can you please repeat that guarantee? (laughs) (laughs) I teach black women to swim in 12 lessons guaranteed. Wow. No exceptions. How is it that you can make such a bold and confident statement, Sam? Part of it comes with experience, right? Part of it comes with understanding private lessons work. Mm. You can go to the Y. You can go to your community center and take that group class. It may be super cheap and very readily available. You'll be in there for five years. (laughs) Absolutely, you will. Yeah, no, I, I believe it. I always go use the um, I always use the high school Spanish lessons. Everybody I know who took high school Spanish for three to four years um, who didn't actually practice it one on one with any, anyone. They don't know how to speak Spanish at all. They got no. the they passed the class. They got the certificate, but they don't know how to actually do it. You're now, talking about me. <laughs> Now, this is Black Wall Street today. Uh, So there are a lot of entrepreneurs and uh, aspiring entrepreneurs listening. Now, 
you clearly have a talent not only for swimming, but for connecting and for communicating. I think that's been clear this entire interview. But there are a lot of folks out there right now with a talent. They know how to uh, engineer sound in a studio. They know how to educate people in a certain industry. Um, they know how to give the best massages. But how does someone turn that, that passion and that talent into a business? What was your journey like with that? And what would you advise for other folks who are considering that journey? I stumbled onto entrepreneurship okay. and starting my business. Um, I really just jumped in head first after being fired from a job that I thought would jumpstart my career. Mm. I had a talent, a skill set, and I said I was going to monetize it. And I did. Registered my business on a Friday. It was approved by Monday. I spent 30 days building a website, creating social media handles, figuring out what it really meant to be an entrepreneur and start something that looked professional, mm. right? Um, I lasted 60 days doing that, and I said, I'm lost. <laughs> and I knew that I needed professional help. Yeah. So I sought business development programs. Um, I sought to get a business coach, to be connected with people who knew what they were doing and that can shape me. And I never stopped. And mm. I remember when I uh, walked into my first business development program, I sat with my first business coach. He said, so how long have you been doing this? I said, it's been two months. <laughs> um, and now I am connected with other business development programs and it's been five years and I've never stopped. Wow. Because the best way that you can refine your talent, the best way you can learn to not do the work, but run the company truly comes from connecting with the professionals, right? Like people come to you for your professional expertise. Yeah. You need to go to someone else. You really just shouldn't figure it out on your own. It's not worth it. Why work hard when you can work smart? So my last business development program was right here with Black Brand doing B-Force, and they truly um, catapulted me in the entrepreneurial space in Hampton Roads, connecting with um, professionals, networking. I actually got featured on Wavy 10 during my time in B-Force. Wow. Just from stepping out, um, branching out, connecting. Uh, really honing in onto the resources that this organization provided me. And I feel like that's the best step anybody can take. That's absolutely um, just an inspiration of a story. Now, historically in our community, when we endeavor to become entrepreneurs, our uh, mindset is head down, hustle, work hard, work hard, work hard, get it from the mud. What was it that made you lift your head up? to uh, look around to see what resources were out there. How did you even know that there were business development resources available? Google is your best friend. Hey, I am a strong believer <laughs> in that. Google, Google, Google. Business coach near me. Mm. Business, uh, small business resources near me, hmm. right? How can I find someone who's offering me help? And honestly, in the beginning stages, for free. In the beginning, I thought everything you had to pay for, mm -hmm. and it was very expensive. Yes. And as it should, because people offer quality work. But there are organizations that exist to give you thousands of dollars worth of free resources of grants for the free ski. Um, I think it takes a moment of pride to step out of your head and say, this is bigger than me. I am only but one person. Mm -hmm. I never woke up and said, I'm going to teach 20,000 black people to swim this year. Hmm. You know, I'm not trying to work seven days a week for the rest of my life. Yeah. I want to have a life amongst this swimming life. And so 
I knew that I am not an expert in growing a business. I'm not an expert in self-employment in any capacity. <laughs> so maybe I should reach out and talk to someone who really knows what they're doing. That is absolutely smart. Now, outside of swimtheory.org, where can someone who is listening to this right now and thinking, that Sam sounds like someone that I want to talk to, how can they connect with you? With me personally? With you personally, with you for swim lessons, maybe uh, for some tips on how to be an entrepreneur, because they're hearing this and thinking, wow, she sounds kind of like me. Maybe she can give me a little advice. How can people contact you? Professionally, for my swim business, you can find me on my social handles at Swim Theory. Um, Personally, for anyone that is seeking entrepreneurial advice, just wanting to talk about my journey and want me to listen to their journey, you can reach out to me. Um, I prefer on Instagram, honestly. Okay. Because <laughs> um, that way I get to look at who you are. If I get yes. an email, it's just maybe a name if they write it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really know you. But when I get an Instagram DM, I get to look at your profile. I get a sense of your personality. You can reach out to me on Instagram at push, P-U-S-H, Sammy, S-A-M-M-Y. Um, push is actually an acronym. Okay. It means for push until something happens. Nice. Yes. So I love listening to people's stories. I love being a storyteller. I love helping people to shape their story. And I turn my story and how, you know, I learned to swim into the mechanism that pushes black women to learn to swim because I was uh, an outlier. I was the black kid that knew how to swim at six years old. Hmm. Right. And then swim team, swim coach, private swim instructor, the whole nine. If I was really competitive, maybe I would have done it professionally. Who knows? Maybe I would have been in the Olympics. But um, I'm a teacher. I love teaching. I love coaching. I love help shaping minds. And that's what I'm here to do. So you mentioned that you are a coach and you do enjoy being a storyteller. So in addition to you uh, owning and running Swim Theory, you are also a business consultant with a focus in that storytelling aspect, in that pitch developing aspect. So tell me what brought on those talents, what brought on those skills to be able to communicate, to be able to tell a story effectively, to be able to shape a pitch, which you've clearly been displaying this entire interview. Storytelling has definitely been a natural talent. Um, I think it's been refined over years of just using your voice to get you places, mm-hmm. right? It's part of the finesse. Um, <laughs> you have to use a little finesse when you go places, when you yes. don't have resources, but you have a voice. And people love a voice. Um, I knew that storytelling specifically, when I understood what the word meant, mm-hmm. was so powerful. Um, I told my first story about swim lessons in a speech that I gave, talking about the first girl I ever taught to swim. I was 10 years old and she was six. Mm. I taught her how to swim in two months. Wow. As a 10 year old. As a 10 year old. She joined swim team with me. She won first place in her first swim meet. Wow. Wow. You changed the course of that little girl's life. I did. When I told that story for the first time on a larger scale, thousands of people at a conference that I did, I got so much feedback on the impact of what that story meant. Mm. And over the years, I've just refined it, right, over and over until people tell that story back to me and they Hmm. become my sales agents. Wow. When I started my business, friends reached out interested in how do I start, right? What do I do? I have this talent. I have this hobby. I don't really know what to do with it. And I learned if I can understand your story we can reframe it and shape it into your brand strategy. 
And I did that freelance for years. Didn't really know what I was doing, but I knew I was helping friends, right? Mm-hmm. I knew that they had a platform now to work off of. They weren't just a photographer, right? They weren't just a cook. They had a story behind it. Yes. And that's what creates impact. Mm-hmm. And so now I love working with small businesses, aspiring entrepreneurs who are looking to create something and they just don't know how to do it. And when you give them a story, a story gives you purpose, Right. A story motivates people. It lets them see your passion when you can do that. Really, the world is your oyster. You build sales plans off of that. Right. Like you build marketing strategies off of a story, off of a platform. You build a great pitch off of a story. And so now working with black brands, helping small business owners to refine their pitch, to feel confident, even just giving an elevator speech. Right. Just meeting someone and being able to confidently in two sentences say, this is what I do. This is how I can help you. How would you like to be a part of that? Mm. That's amazing. That's that's a powerful tool that needs to be in every single entrepreneur's tool belt um, because networking is so important. It always has been within the business community, but I think as technology changes, that networking and human connection becomes so much more important. So, Lastly, and I really want to touch on this, outside of the business aspects of Swim Theory, outside of the fact that you've developed this story, that you've been able to use that story to communicate your message, to grow your clients and get your clients over that hump, what is it like for you personally to watch someone transform from afraid of water to excited about their next trip to Jamaica where they're going to go snorkeling. It makes me feel like a proud parent. Yes. (laughs) Yes. When I watch a client swim across the pool for the first time and they feel confident about it, I feel like I'm watching them walk. I'm watching them walk across a graduation stage Mm. and getting their diploma because I did my job, right? My goal is to get you from point A to point B and to watch you do the rest. Just like a parent, I'm raising you to be an adult. Yes. Right? I'm, I'm, raising, I'm raising adults to be confident, unstoppable women to pursue whatever they, that they want, mm. right? To let them know that fear is just an obstacle. My mom always told me that the acronym of fear is false evidence appearing real. Mm. Right. A lot of black women tell me they express their fear of the water as if there is a monster that is in the deep end that is trying to grab them and drag them down. Right. Mm. People think that drowning is me sinking to the bottom. It's not really how it works all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And so when I see people who are transformed by the pool, who have joy when they swim and no longer anxiety, it makes me feel like I've done a good job. And now I can kind of let you go and let you kind of swim on your own. Yeah. You got your big girl fins now, right? You're a mermaid (laughs) now. You can do all the things. And there is nothing that is outside of your realm of reality. Absolutely nothing. Hmm. So summer is quickly approaching. We're now in the spring. Are we in spring? I think we are going to be entering spring soon. So if you are out there listening right now to Hot 91 and you are one of these women that Sam is describing, uh, someone who's planning their vacation to the Caribbean, but you know while your friends are snorkeling that you'll be dry on the boat wearing a life vest, maybe be a part of one or two pictures and you want to experience your life as a mermaid then you need to go to swimtheory.org that's swimtheory.org 
www.samcaballero.org. Remember, Sam Caballero guarantees that you will go from afraid of the water to swimming within 12 sessions, 12 private sessions. Also, if you're a business owner and you love the way that Sam crafted her story here today and you'd like a little assistance crafting your story in such a powerful way to deliver the impact that you want to deliver, then you can reach out to Sam personally on her Instagram at Push Sammy. That's P U S H S A M M Y. Push Sammy. Sam, is there any last words that you would like to leave with the listeners of Hot 91? I just like to say whether you're anxious about learning to swim, anxious about starting your business, or anxious about any venture that you are interested in pursuing personally, professionally, um, know that there is an other side to fear. Right. Mm -hmm. Like everything can be achieved in a certain amount of steps. And once you map out those steps on the other side is achievement. So like swimming is 12. And if you can break anything into 12 steps, you know that it is a functional goal. It is an achievable goal. And I think reframing our mindsets to know that anything is achievable helps us to feel unstoppable and then act accordingly and and like pursue an unstoppable life. And that's what I want for us. Wow. Sam wants us to pursue an unstoppable life. I love it. Thank you for listening to Black Wall Street today here on Hot 91. And if you want to be a part of the conversation. If you're listening and are wondering, how can I also be surrounded by like-minded black professionals with an entrepreneurial spirit? Then go to blackbrand.biz that's blackbrand.biz and inquire about membership. Right now we are offering a 30-day free trial membership so you can get involved in the conversation at no cost to yourself. Come find out what it's about. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Phenomenal. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community not a particular political party. Phenomenal. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street.